Jay Farner here, CEO of Rocket Mortgage and Rocket Companies. Last year, we saw historically low mortgage interest rates. What you may not know is that interest rates are already starting to increase, and it's likely that trend is only going to continue. Our team of experts is standing by to help you save before rates go up. Don't look back and wish that you had taken action. Call 833-8-ROCKET or visit rocketmortgage.com. Rocket. Call for cost information and conditions equal housing lender license in all 50 states and MLSconsumeraccess.org number 3030. We're in a battle for America's soul. Liberty is at risk. It's time to speak up. Welcome to Brooke Talks America with author, publisher, conservative advisor, and patriot. Brooke says, for years, Brooke's been behind the scenes, helping conservative leaders articulate a vision for a better America. Now, she's front and center, and the mic is hot. Here is your host, Brooke says... Hello, hello, and welcome to Brook Talks America, where we discuss politics and culture from an unapologetically conservative perspective each and every time. You will find no rhinos here. I'm your host, Brooke Says, conservative patriot, still very proud, deplorable, and columnist, which you can read on my website, brooktalksamerica.com or btaradio.com. Make sure you connect on the Facebook, Twitter, email, uh, info at brooktalksamerica.com. Go to the website. You know, if you'd like to partner with the show and be a sponsor and advertise your business or service in front of like-minded, patriotic, pro-America folks, let me know about that. And if you'd like to help support the show, you can go to the website to the donate button. You can listen to archive podcasts of this show on my website, brooktalksamerica.com. Also, I'm on Captain's America Third Watch every first and Thursday of Tuesday morning at 5.30 a.m. on this station, Salem Media Group, AM860, The Answer. And the podcast is available on I, everywhere, iHeartRadio, Apple, Amazon, Spotify, and Podomatic. Also, I have an app in the Play Store, which you can find there. So I'm working on some articles for next week, uh, you know, which talk about them. But be sure to check out my new weekly podcast feature, Friday Finance with Kevin K. This week, we discuss the JBS hack, Elon Musk, and what the SEC will do with him for his obvious market manipulation on Bitcoin and crypto, among other subjects. Uh, we take the, the week's financial news and make it simple and easy to understand. So let's get to the jelly. My guest this week is Captain Matt Bruce, host of the nationally syndicated radio show, The Captain's America Third Watch, where he breaks news as it happens all night long. He's a Vietnam veteran and retired fire rescue captain. He was in New York City on 9-11, and we had him on our 9-11 special last year. Also on our Rush Limbaugh special to talk about hosting on the radio, which you should check out on my podcast. His show is on all over the country from 2 a.m. to 6 a.m. Eastern Time, and I appear, as I said, on the first and third Tuesdays at 5.30 a.m. The Captain's America Third Watch is celebrating 21 years on the radio, and like ours, is all about America and we the people. And with that, welcome back to the show, Captain Matt. Thanks for coming on. Thank you very much, Brooke. I appreciate it. And oh, by the way, uh, one other little thing, starting September the 1st. I will be on television. More about that as it becomes available. Wow. You'll definitely have to let us know about that. Mm-hmm. Okay, great. And I'm here with also Colonel, my co-host, Colonel Jim Warshuk, who's the former Deputy Director for Intelligence at U.S. Central Command, served on the White House National Security Council, currently is the Hillsborough County, Florida GOP chairman. And I always like to remind everybody that he was the first retired military officer in Florida to endorse Trump. So welcome, Jim, to the show. Absolutely. Yep. And so we're going to have a different format today. Hopefully it doesn't go off the rails. We're going to have a panel because everybody is in studio today, face to face. It's a, 
it's an amazing thing for the first time since the pandemic. Um, you know, when I first did this show, I actually had to do it off site. Never had done a radio show before, had to do it off site. And Jim and I had to sit in different rooms, which was very stressful for me uh, because you the sound went crazy when we did that. So it, it's very nice to have everybody here in the studio face-to-face today. So I just want to give a little plug for our amazing Governor Ron DeSantis, who is pushing back on all fronts. He pushed back against Royal Caribbean. They have reversed position now. They won't require passengers on U.S. cruises to be vaccinated after he passed a law to find companies, 5,000 every time they ask a customer for proof of vaccination. Attention, GOP. That is what we need. All people that run for office need to be like Ron DeSantis and fight back. He tells the media where to go. He fights back against the left. He does the right thing. And he's a conservative governor that is taking attention to his voters, what his voters want. That's what we want. That's why we voted for President Trump. That's why we voted for him. And you need to replicate what he does or you're not going to make it, okay? It's MAGA all the way. So there are basically, there are lots of things going on, obviously, but three main points that are happening right now. Coronavirus, which is like I call the rash that won't heal. (laughs) Um, The November 3rd audits and critical race theory. Now, as I said, mention, uh, check out the Friday Finance podcast on the JBS hack, because we did talk about that. Um, With regard to coronavirus, remember these names in addition to Fauci, the fraud Fauci, which, again, you have to go to my website and read my article about this. Francis Collins of the NIH and Peter Daszak. Okay, before we get into this conversation, because the whole entire last year has been about the pandemic and how, in my opinion, they've weaponized it, which I'll get into. What Fauci said at the very beginning, okay, before we had to put those stupid diaper masks on about asymptomatic Transmission. But the one thing historically people need to realize that even if there is some asymptomatic transmission, in all the history of respiratory-borne viruses of any type, asymptomatic transmission has never been the driver of outbreaks. The driver of outbreaks is always a symptomatic person. Even if there's a rare asymptomatic person that might transmit, an epidemic is not driven by asymptomatic carriers. So you see that? You see the little fraud Fauci garden gnome? He knew the whole entire time. That was back in February, right? He lied to President Trump, and everybody needs to understand that. The things that President Trump did are because people that were in charge of quote-unquote science lied to him and told him 2.5 million people were going to die, right? Uh, Fauci, Hawley, Josh Hawley has called for Fauci to resign following the reason release of the emails, which everybody would have heard about by now. I appreciate the sentiment, okay? And I, again, I, you got to read my article about it. Go to my website. But that is way too easy. In my opinion, he needs to be hauled right back up to the Senate, and he should lawyer up. Hopefully he's done that because he should really be in big trouble. What I have been saying is that Rand Paul disemboweled him, <laughs> right? And Tucker is skinning him, figuratively speaking, of course. Now, they're going to try desperately to save him. Um, you know, Raheem... Raheem Kassem and Stephen Bannon talk about this in the war room pandemic, which along with Tucker should definitely pay me for all the promotion I give them for free. But they're both really excellent. So you have to use them. And Little Red Riding Hood, a lying hood, Pisaki is spinning. Uh, it's already been leaked by Posobiec that the, the White House is in discussions to retire the little garden gnome and he will be gone. What do you think, Matt? Number one, let's follow the money. 
because yeah. the money came from NIH to the Wuhan lab, and it wasn't $600,000. It was more than that. And the people that were responsible for giving the funds over there, it wasn't Fauci. It were the people above him that you just mentioned a few minutes ago. Yeah. But the fact of the matter is, is that once we settle into that and understand that we, the United States, helped to fund some of this, and then it found its way back to the United States, a la the research that was going on. Did you know there were laboratory animals being shipped, live animals, back and forth between the U.S. and China? Did you know that? No, I not Tell me that's it. not room for error. Yeah. Okay. I mean, how could this not be a mistake to begin with? And oh, by the way, um, a lot of us, myself included, in November of 2019, came down with this thing when nobody knew what it was. Right. And I got really sick. And they gave me hydroxychloroquine, and I didn't even know what it was or why I was taking it. I said, oh, you got a really bad virus. Yeah, I had a really bad virus. It was called coronavirus number 19. But I got over it, thank God. Some other people got it uh, as a result, and then it started to build its way up. But we knew then. We're talking 2019. We knew then, but nobody said a word. And you didn't have, it wasn't really named at that point. No. They, everybody was getting really, really sick. I know some other, you know, yep. we, we know some other people that got really sick and they didn't know, but it wasn't named, but they would have already known about this. And supposedly there were some ideas that it was here already in October. You know, the, you mentioned about the funding the the, the issue is, is that in 2014, Obama, you know, to his credit, actually shut this down and and stopped funding for the for the Wuhan uh, lab for the gain of function research. Right. And Jim's going to get into that with the gain of function issue, because that's the weaponization of it for what military. I mean, it's under the premise that we're trying to figure it out how how the virus works and how it could be used as a weapon. But the Chinese military would have been using it potentially as a weapon. I consider this definitely, you know, bioweapon. And they hit it, by the way. But they they went behind his back and refunded it. That is a big, big problem. And they, they would have held it from Obama and they would have held it obviously from Trump. So that's a big deal. And it was revealed that the federal government funded $123 million and the Pentagon funneled $39 million to DASIC's EcoHealth Alliance, the group that funded coronavirus research in, in Wuhan. Jim, talk about that a little bit. First, first on the money, I think you're going to find there's be even there's going to be even more that's going to be revealed in the coming months as this research goes on. Understand what what was at foot here. We picked up on it. And when I say we, people who have been following us, I wrote an article back in February yes. 2020 that laid out the whole process of what they were doing. And there were a number of things that were, were, were at play was, you know, we have what are called um, – U.S. Bio Safe Level Four Laboratories. There's four of them in the United States. Actually, there's a few more, but they're tied to each other. The Chinese are all over this. These people have been brought in, the Chinese spies, the Chinese yes. experts, and they have full access to these bio labs. Now, this goes back to March 2019, and I wrote about this. Um, Canada has these same labs. They have two of them. The Chinese went into the labs in. Winnipeg, Canada, in March 2019, and essentially stole some of the things needed for this virus, the components of it. Yeah, I heard about that. And they brought them back to China, did what they did, and then secretly brought them back in and put them in the in the um, register there and looked like nobody, nothing happened. The Chinese have been working on this for a long time. Fauci has been part of that. So, you know, there's going to be more coming out on that from this standpoint. Now, let me say something about Trump. I really believe 
Donald Trump by February of 2020 knew Fauci was full of it. But wow. Trump being Trump, and we all know Trump was always three, four, five steps ahead of people. Let him go. Let him expose himself. And that's what Fauci's done for the last year. Well, that's um that's an interesting point. Um, hold that thought. We're going to get back into that in a second after the break. You're listening to Brook Talks America. I'm your host, Brooke Says, here with Captain Matt, our guest, and Colonel Jim Warshuk. And we'll be right back after the break. Crying in hands, praying for the sun. More Brook Talks America coming up. Somewhere there's a boy who's in a danger zone. America with Brooke Says. Connect by email. Info at brooktalksamerica.com. Here's Brooke Says. Welcome back to Brook Talks America. I'm your host, Brooke Says, here with Captain Matt and Colonel Jim. Do you need a tax preparer? Do you have rental properties? You need worksheets that to help you gather information together? Contact Deb Snyder, 727-424-4499, or email her at debsnydertax at gmail.com. You can find her on the IRS directory of federal tax return preparers. Deb stays up to date by successfully completing the annual federal tax refresher course that covers finan- uh, filing season issues and tax law updates. Make sure to tell her that Brooks Welcome back to Brook Talks America. So, Jim, you were talking about the uh, you think that Trump knew the whole time. What, what I'm saying is Trump knew something was amiss with Fauci. Not that he knew what Fauci was doing or what was going on. But I think he suspected when you watch Trump's mannerisms during a lot of the daily press conference, where you all remember those, you could tell at a, by, by the time late February, March came around, Trump was not quite trusting of Fauci. Yeah. Now, there's not a whole lot he could have done about it. And that gets into the whole federal system of firing, you know, career civil servants and things. But I think he said to himself, I'm just going to let this guy go and see where it goes. And of course, everything played out and trans, you know. We, we saw what happened, but I really believe Trump at a certain point just didn't trust the guy anymore. And not only that, but don't you think that he kind of – they had already made a celebrity out of him, right? He was very popular. I mean, I'm telling you right now, there is all kind of stuff that's coming. I played a clip about a scientist that worked for him who said he was a total fraud a few weeks ago. There's stuff that's coming out that's suspicious about him. He was a celebrity because of the AIDS epidemic. There's stuff about him. There are 40, it's the 40-year anniversary of that. I think there's maybe something that's going to come out about that, and they're not going to be so happy with little fraud Fauci after that either. You know, having been in the military and worked within the federal government, you reach a point in time where you get people like that who have built a name for themselves within the government, yeah. and everybody Bureaucrat. believes – you know, okay, this guy is pretty good and everything, and 
the mainstream media, because of the pandemic, made him into a bigger, bigger celebrity. And we mm-hmm. all know that, particularly, you know, the mainstream media and the political left. There's nothing you could do against Fauci. So, um, you know, can you imagine if Trump did actually fire Fauci, say, in June or so? There would have been a major uproar over that. But I think Trump just said, let him do his thing. And it's all going to come out in the wash, as they say. Well, hopefully so. And and I do think that if he had fired and. It also makes me curious about Pence. You know what I mean? Because Pence is the person that put him on the task force also with the uh, Scarf Queen Burks. Makes me suspicious about that. If he would have fired him early on, I think it might have been okay. It's just every day that he was out there got more entrenched and he was the media used him as a foil against Trump. In my opinion, right, so it's all coming out. We're going to find out as I've written in my last two articles. Here's the problem. Big tech and the media were also complicit in covering it up. And in my opinion, I don't care what anybody says, it was all all of 2020 and even part of 2021 was all about getting Trump out. They weaponized the virus. They colluded with big tech and Democrat governors to destroy the country. They allowed, they allowed and used thousands of elderly to suffer and die alone. That is so sick that and Thankfully, Whitmau, we're going to get into it with Matt. Um, Whitmau is getting some heat, too. There's an, they are investigating that. And she's on the, you know, she's potentially on the chopping block for that. But all those elderly that died alone and their parents, you know, their family members couldn't visit. That is like that is sin and evil on another level. And also children. Right. So that we've been masking children for what he knew. The email showed that he knew that it wasn't a threat to children, except the most minute. They lost they lost their innocence with that masking thing. They lost a year of school. Guess who's in school? China. China students are in school. Okay. And by the way, all you have to do if you're China is say, oh, all of this race stuff, which we're going to get into in a little bit. It's racist to have math. What's the key? um, The key component of Chinese excellence one of them is math. So you say math is racist in America, fund all these crazy CRT people, and then your own students are kicking everybody's butt at math along with India. So this is a big thing. You need to punish. If you're listening, if you're a Democrat, this is what you did. Okay, this is what you voted for. This is what you support. And we need to punish Democrats for this because it's in China. You know, Biden's not going to do it. We're going to have to have Republicans. So, Matt, I want you to get into this because you mentioned that there are some criminal investigations that are going on. And actually, before you get into this, I want to roll this uh, clip of Tucker Carlson. The utter fraudulence of Tony Fauci is obvious now and it's widely acknowledged, but it was not always obvious. In March of last year, we interviewed Fauci on this show. We treated him with respect. We took his answers seriously. We're Americans, so we assume the man in charge of protecting the U.S. from COVID must be rational and impressive. We also assumed he must be honest, but we were wrong. It soon became clear that Tony Fauci was just another sleazy federal bureaucrat, deeply political and often dishonest. More shocking than that, we then learned that Fauci himself was implicated in the very pandemic he'd been charged with fighting. Fauci supported the grotesque and dangerous experiments that appeared to have made COVID possible. We came to these conclusions incrementally, spurred by evidence that accumulated over the course of a year. Tonight, we have the mother load. Thanks to a Freedom of Information request from BuzzFeed, we have thousands of emails to and from Anthony Fauci. They go back to the early winter of 2020. 
Collectively, they show that from the beginning, Tony Fauci was worried that the public might conclude COVID had originated at the Wuhan Institute of Virology. Now, why would Tony Fauci be concerned that Americans would conclude that? Possibly because Tony Fauci knew perfectly well that he had funded gain-of-function experiments at that very same laboratory. The emails prove that Fauci lied about this under oath. Consider this exchange, which began the evening of January 31st, 2020. It was a Friday just before midnight. The first email came from an immunologist called Christian Anderson, who works at the Scripps Research Institute in La Jolla, California. Anderson warned Fauci that COVID appeared to have been possibly manipulated in a laboratory. Quote, the unusual features of the virus make up a really small part of the genome, less than 0.1%. So one has to look really closely at all the sequences to see that some of the features potentially look engineered. The next day, on February 1st, Tony Fauci wrote back, Thanks, Christian. Talk soon on the call. Fauci then sent an urgent email to his deputy, a man called Hugh Auchincloss. The subject of that email, in all caps, was important. Quote, Hugh, it is essential that we speak this AM. Keep your cell phone on. Read this paper as well as the email that I will forward. You will have tasks today that must be done. Attached to that email was a document. It was entitled, quote, Barrick She et al. Nature Medicine SARS Gain of Function PDF. Tony Fauci suggested that he knew because top researchers had decided conclusively that this must have jumped naturally from an animal to a human being. But again, at that point, he could not have known that. That was dishonest. Two days after he said that, one of the virologists that Tony Fauci had funded to conduct dangerous coronavirus experiments in Wuhan wrote to thank him for the help. That man, a man called Peter Daszak, complained to Fauci that the American tax dollars he'd taken for these experiments were being, quote, publicly targeted by Fox News reporters. Yet Daszak remained grateful for Tony Fauci's support. Quote, I just wanted to say a personal thank you on behalf of our staff and collaborators, end quote. Now, strangely, most of this specific email from Daszak to Fauci has been redacted, and it was redacted under FOIA section B7A. That specific exemption to the FOIA law applies to, quote, records or information compiled for law enforcement purposes, but only to the extent that production of those documents could reasonably be expected to interfere with enforcement proceedings. Are Peter Daszak and Tony Fauci under criminal investigation? We can only hope they are. They certainly deserve it. At this point, we can't say for sure. We do know that Fauci hasn't simply lied about the origins of COVID, pretending to know things he could not know. He has also lied about vaccines in key ways. In March of last year, former Obama official Zeke Emanuel wrote to Fauci to ask a very simple question, one that we've asked countless times. Are people who have recovered from COVID generally immune from getting infected with COVID once again? That applies to about 100 million Americans, so it's not a small question. Fauci's response, quote, no evidence in this regard, but you would assume that there would be substantial immunity post-infection. Well, yes, you would assume that. We always have. And in fact, studies now show it is true. People who have had COVID and recovered almost never get sick again from COVID. So they don't need to be vaccinated. Yet to this day, Tony Fauci has never admitted that in public. In his email to Zeke Emanuel, he admitted something else that's also now obvious. Surgical masks, the paper kind all of us wear, don't really work. They offer very little protection from COVID. In fact, at least one study shows they may accelerate transmission of viruses. They are, in short, a form of make-believe. 
Yet once again, while under oath in public, Tony Fauci claimed precisely the opposite. Yeah, there you have it. Okay, everything was in those clips. He knew about gain of function. He knew that the masks wouldn't help and maybe even spread the virus. He lied about the gain of function research. They lied about the vaccines. And remember, I talked about this on another show. They coordinated with the, C- the CDC and the, the teachers unions to keep the schools closed. So they deliberately punished and harmed school children of America in order to keep this lie going. OK, this is what the Democrats did. Those were Democrat governors and and mayors that did this to the country. And I'm sorry, he should go to jail. As I said in my article, he should be tried before The Hague and he should go to Gitmo. Or wherever, whatever, whatever it is that they do, but he should absolutely be tried for treason against this country because what he has done and what he has enabled and the Democrats have enabled is absolutely criminal and evil. So, Matt, <laughs> I know I got in my rant, but this this is so unbelievable. I'm so grateful. You know, I'm really surprised that they actually have the emails coming out to tell you the truth. They're deliberately setting Fauci up, it seems to me, but. You talked about criminal investigations. It won't come from Biden. No, it won't. And here's the deal. Okay, Senator Josh Hawley has called for a criminal investigation. Um, and also, uh, Senator Rand Paul has called for a Senate investigation. The mm-hmm. Republican states, and by the way, I believe it was Donald Trump that laid a, t- a $10 trillion price tag yep. and said we should go after China and demand the $10 trillion and do whatever we got to do to do that. I'm all in favor of that. But the thing of it is, is every Republican state, because the Democrats won't do it. They won't do it. Every Republican state needs to get together with their attorney generals, and they need to start investigating this little slime ball, Fauci, who I believe was responsible for a lot of what transpired in the United States. He may be the front man, but he's the one that put himself in that position by forcing himself to have the press come up behind him and the Democrats go, oh, Mr. President Trump, here's this great guy and he's got all this experience and he'd be just perfect. And Trump fell on the deal. Well, and not only that, but they they listened to him and they made him a celebrity, as I said before, to be a foil against him. And they went along with it to get Trump out. That, that's my opinion. Anyways, you're listening to Brook Talks America. I'm here with Captain Matt and Colonel Jim, and we will be right back after the break. More Brook Talks America coming up. The presidential election could look quite different in 2024 and beyond if Democrats and rhinos have their sick way. Hello, I'm Ron Edwards. On today's page from the Edwards Notebook, House Democrats have totally given up governing on behalf of we the people and simply desire to perpetually rule over us via cheating and many scandals. So now they are in full support of the scandalous H.R. 5 bill or the so-called for the People Act, among the numerous horrendous aspects of H.R. 5, would do away with religious liberties. Remember when the GOP also speculated that H.R. 1 was a strategic political move to grant Washington, D.C. statehood and ensure two more permanent seats for Democrats? Based upon my observations, it appears that Democrats were prepared to do away with constitutional restraints on government and pave the way for leftist-style Official rule 
of one party with no tolerance for healthy debate or dissent, a sure recipe for a sickening disaster. May God rescue us from this madness. I'm Ron Edwards. Check out the RonEdwards.com. Ron Edwards, the new voice of America. Sponsored by the Tri-County Liberty Coalition. Welcome back to Brooke Talks America with Brooke Says. Check out the blog at BrookeTalksAmerica.com. Here's Brooke Says. Welcome back to Brooke Talks America. I'm your host, Brooke Says. Be sure to check out Patrick Hyland at the Sports Zone Sundays at 11 on this station. And this segment is brought to you by GDSM Productions Graphic Design. Since its inception in 1993, GDSM Productions clients have included many publicly held corporations as well as small and mid-sized startups. Creative expressions through breathtaking design with over 25 years experience. Visit her Facebook page at GDSM Productions to get connected and get a quote on your next project. And as always, remember to tell her Brooke sent you. So, Matt, uh, we were talking about this before the break. Actually, this is going to be for Jim. The whole world, basically, it's not just America. Obviously, we have major things. The whole world is going to go absolutely crazy when this stuff gets out. And hopefully they're getting it. I- With big tech, I just don't know if they're actually going to get the information that they need. But the whole world followed two people. One was Neil Ferguson out of um, Britain. I can't remember the name of the the, uh, university now. He wrote the plan. He was the one, remember, I've talked about this on the show, right? He talked about he left his missed, he left his home to go visit his mistress that if he thought it was so serious, he wouldn't have done that. And the CDC with Fauci. So those two people really have run the entire pandemic. And that's what I've called it since the beginning. And same with you, Jim, the pandemic since the beginning, they're going to go. This is a major. I mean, this is like, in my opinion, Nuremberg level scandal. They're going to go absolutely crazy. And, And just for the record too, remember there have been several, almost a dozen, I think Chinese scientists that have now been arrested in America all throughout the universities. Remember Pompeo and Trump took out those Confucius centers. The, uh, Chinese communist party is funding black lives matter. There's such a nasty, disgusting web of deceit, lies and criminality throughout this Democrat, leftist, socialist, communist uh, group. Jim. Yeah, absolutely. And I think the the single answer was what President Trump said this week. We need to uh, sue China for 10 trillion dollars. At least that in and of itself. Again, once again, Donald Trump understood what was going on. He knows And now it's going to be – he's going to have the – you know, everybody is saying – you're seeing it all over the internet now. Trump was right. Yes. Trump was right. And we're going to hear about it more. And I'm interested to hear what uh, President Trump has to say later today. Oh, yes, that's right. Where is he speaking today? North Carolina. Oh, that's right, right. Mm -hmm. That should be interesting. He's going to go after Fauci. Absolutely. Yes. Well, and like I said, you know, it's – I've always said this is – we we see the tip of the iceberg, but we need to look at what's below the iceberg. They have been trying to keep this guy Fauci because they know they're implicated. I think Bannon talks about that a lot, right? So they know that the media is implicated for the 
hundreds of thousands of times they've had this guy on. And what is absolutely disgusting, if you saw Nicole Wallace on MSNBC, uh, Tucker did an absolutely – he skewered her on this. It's like she was – Saying that, oh well, you know, it's the the um, the symbol of success or something when you look good when you're getting when your emails come out. They fawn over this guy. Why? They hate Trump. Everything is about hating Trump. What do you think, Matt? I totally agree. And the fact of the matter is, is that we the people have had enough of this, including people on the left side of the aisle, because they're starting to realize that uh, their loved ones died because of all of this stuff. (laughs) And it wasn't just, oh, well, they got sick. No, they didn't have to get sick. Nobody had to get sick in this country. Nobody. But this was contrived. And I'm going to throw this into the mix right now and get the colonel to comment on this. I believe this was an act of war by China with a biochemical means or pandemic, call it whatever you want, to take the, the United States down off our pedestal we were on because we were booming. Oh, Everything yeah. was going great. Uh, and now look at us. A hundred and what, 10 days later, yeah. we're, we're in the toilet. Yeah. Jim? Yeah, absolutely. Um, this, this virus was a bio economic weapon designed to do two things, as much destruction as possible to the American population as well as to the U.S. economy. Everything, if you go back and look at everything that transpired over the last year and a half, all spells that out. You know, look, look, look at what what happened. Look at the destruction we did economically to this country. Look where we're look, look where we're at now trying to recover. Of course, the Biden plan will never do that at all. But it was to go after Donald Trump for the great for the election. Absolutely for the election. But look what Trump's economy was like. Yeah, that that in and of itself reelected Donald Trump. And I guarantee you, he got 100 million votes. None of this other uh, garbage you hear out there. They had to do this. This was like their Hail Mary plan to take out Donald Trump. And, you know, you can get into all the election fraud and everything We're else. Going to. But that was the plan. Yeah, and not only that, but think about this. Okay, so the Republicans and the Democrats have both been complicit in letting China grow. China should not have developing developing nation status at all. Yes, Matt is putting his fingers together because he's talking about the money, and that's exactly what it is. They've both. We're not being represented by anybody. They're representing themselves and their donors, right? Big business on one side, voting on another side. So they've all been complicit in letting China rise. They need to take that out. Even with the pandemic, though, Jim, you mentioned it, even with the pandemic, the economy was still booming, right? So through that, and now, as you say, after the four months of, uh, of Biden, they're, they're killing it again. So it just goes to show you, I'm sorry, if you're a Democrat, you should be fighting against this. I don't care if you hate Trump. Don't you love the country? Don't you love this country more than you hate that man? Who cares, right? You don't like something? And, and, and by the way, for the rhinos on our side... I don't really care if you don't like Trump's tweets. Now he can't do them. Congratulations. Okay. But what is going to happen to the country? And another thing, you know, this, the, as I've said all along, so the pandemic, right? And the George Floyd situation, all of that was used for the purposes of the election. Every single thing that we saw in 2020, that stuff got, no pun intended, warp speeded, right? For, after George Floyd with the the racism that they've been spewing with the critical race theory and everything like that, that just got majorly injected to the economy. And just a reminder for one thing, because I know Matt wants to say something. They t- 
talked about hydroxychloroquine. It saved lives in the beginning. There was even a Democrat, a black Democrat, who said that if it wasn't for President Trump, she would have talked about hydroxychloroquine. They took all of that on. You want to talk about Scott Atlas? I know. That woman would have died. What did they do? to? And she was a state Democrat rep in Michigan. You know what they did to her? A, the person that they claimed to represent, black female Democrat, they censured her. So they don't care about you. They don't care about the country. Matt, what did you want to say? Well, that's exactly the point, is that if somebody speaks up and says something, Facebook is going to censure yeah. you. Twitter is going to censure you. But that's why we have all they these They just other... did Naomi Wolf yesterday. Yeah, I saw that. But that's why we have all these, platform, these platforms that we have elsewhere, like Parler and yeah. Gab and MeWe. But one last little thing, and I, I don't want to step in ahead of times, but this reminds me of the 70, of World War II, and Colonel, you'll appreciate this. We had somebody called General George Patton. Oh, yes. Nobody cared for him, but by God, he got the job done, and his men loved him. Yeah. Loved him, the people, because my dad served under him. Yeah. Well, and Trump, you know, he, he got in trouble with his mouth, right? So he was fired. He was demoted at one time. And that's the thing. Look, you need, we... We voted for Trump not because he was nice on Twitter, but because he got the job done and because he was strong. And he took it on the chin every day, all the time for us. That's why. And, you know, people that are trying to jump ship, I don't care. I know, Jim, you're going to talk about it uh, at your meeting. But the Republican Trump, President Trump is the head of the Republican Party. If you don't like it, go join the Democrats. Okay. I voted for him. I stand with him. They're trying to, you know, you probably have seen this. They're talking about that blog. Oh, people don't support Trump. No, listen, I love Trump more than ever. I never looked at the blog. Maybe I should have because I'm a major supporter, but I didn't look at the blog because there are 50 other things that I'm looking at all the time. I'm all on Twitter and Facebook and everything like that. It doesn't mean anything that the blog wasn't great. We want him, we want him to have his own platform. Uh, and I know Lindell is going to, you know, have one, but... I don't know why conservatives can't get something together like that. That's another thing I don't. I know uh, I had a few weeks ago John Doe, who's my friend, who wants to remain anonymous because of his job. He talked about the technical aspects, and there's something about the nature of the left and what they do that makes them particularly good at that social media stuff. But conservatives, you know, we're really smart, okay? We mean better, we're smarter, we're funnier. Make a conservative platform that's actually good. Just replicate it, you know? Don't try to make it so much more different. Make something as good. You can use the information. You already know it. Anyways, we need to get this stuff together. And as I've always said, I want my conservative marketplace, and that's what I'm working on. I have a a podcast hosting platform that I have my podcast on. I have Kevin Kay's podcast on, and I'm doing all kinds of things. So I'm going to grind it out. If y'all ain't going to do it, I'm going to do it. (laughs) You're listening to Brooke Talks America. I'm your host, Brooke Says, here with Colonel Jim and Captain Matt, and we will be right back after the break. More Brooke Talks America coming up. Welcome back to Brooke Talks America. Visit Brooke Talks America on Facebook. And now your host, Brooke Says. Welcome back to Brooke Talks America. I'm your host, Brooke Says. This segment is brought to you by Barely Pod Furnishings in Crystal River, open Tuesday through Saturday, 10 to 3. They're a 3,000-square-foot store with unique home decor for making your house a home, including a large section of original American art, glassware, and pottery. Get 20% off using code BTA20. And remember to tell her Brooke sent you. And do remember to go to the social media. Find me on there, Facebook and Twitter. And just a reminder, I will be... 
speaking at Muggs in Clearwater on Wednesday. That's Icut Street, right, Matt? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Icut Center. Yes. Okay. So I want to talk about this. Um, we're, we'll keep up to date with whatever's happening on Fauci. I imagine that it's going to keep going and hopefully come out with even more emails. They're getting more devastating every day. November 3rd is still on the docket, people, right? We're still litigating it, relative, you know, metaphorically speaking. There are still recounts happening in Arizona. Vernon Jones is going hard after Stacey Abrams' big Bertha. That's what I call her. And Georgia fraud and is running for governor of Georgia. If you have any flow, support him. you got to support these conservative candidates, okay? They have – I say this all the time. And by the way, you can support me. You can support Matt. You can support our shows. Um, but they have billions and billions of dollars behind them. There is also still stuff going on in Pennsylvania and New Hampshire. So talk about that, Jim. And talk about the Republican strategy. Okay, real quick. You know, the states that were affected, the seven of them – they are continuing to do recounts and audits and canvassing, which is and very canvassing. Yes, yes, absolutely. Yes. Every every day. This is going on every day. And what they're doing is there are representatives from each state going to the other states. And, yeah. you know, we, we, we saw this this week where a delegation from Pennsylvania went to Arizona and basically is they're sharing notes, they're sharing strategies, and they're finding out what works and what's not working and what they need to do. This The Democrats are scared <laughs> to death over this. You're going to hear on mainstream media, they're going to be out there, Rachel Madcow and all of them are going to be saying how stupid it is and it doesn't make any sense and everything. But basically the bottom line comes down, and this is what they're saying is, if you didn't do anything wrong, what do you have to hide? And so I think between now and July, maybe September, we're going to see a heck of a lot more of what happens. Now, how the outcome comes, I don't know how that translates and what that can be. You know, we've heard things where Trump said he'll be supposedly. reinstalled. Supposedly. Yeah, I don't, know. I don't believe any, I don't of, believe any no. of it. But no. there's No, I mean, I don't believe he said it. No, I agree. Yeah, That's yeah, my yeah. point. Yeah. But – the Democrats are scared to death, and so are the rhinos. And, you know, it's funny because they're going after Maggie Haberman Absolutely. for that original tweet where she said that Trump had said that they're going crazy. And if you go on Twitter, I mean, look, it's so obvious. If you go on Twitter, everything trends negative about Trump or about conservatives. Anything that they can possibly say that's bad is going to be trending number one. So, I mean, you just – anybody who has a brain knows that, and you're going to have to just understand that when you go. But they're – and Lindell, what is Lindell doing? He has a new he has a new video out too, and he's suing Dominion. Isn't he suing Dominion? Yes. Yep. <laughs> what For do you think about hundred million dollars? Yeah. Well, he says you know they obvious. And by the way, we talked about this on another show. He went on with Jimmy Kimmel. Mm-hmm. People on and I think it was on Bannon who said this. People went. To the comment, if you saw in the comment section, they had never heard that information. Why? Because the mainstream media doesn't talk censored. about it. That's right. And mm-hmm. the mainstream, they, listen, it's not fake. And I wrote an article about this on my website, com, which everybody should be listening to and populate all the time because it's so great, I have to say. Just say. <laughs> but it's not just about the sins of commission 
It's about the sins of omission. It's not only what you say that's a lie. It's what you don't say that's true. Go ahead, Matt. Now, Mike Lindell's frankspeech.com is going to change a little bit because up until now, they haven't had the public entity where you could go on there like with a chat room or a a Facebook type deal. Right. Uh, In the coming weeks, that's going to change and he's going to have that. And this is going to be in conjunction, I believe, with Donald Trump based on what I'm hearing because the two of them are putting their their, assets assets together to bring forth a network in the not-too-distant future, uh, which is going to start up sometime around September the 1st, which is the one I'm going to be on. That involves Mike Lindell and Donald Trump together, putting on a a network that's going to go up on a satellite. Well, that's good because we definitely need to crush big tech. And this is, again, if you're – where are the Republicans? This is what I don't understand, okay? And truth be told, you know, I don't know – Look, I don't know what's true about half of the things that people say about, you know, people that work for Trump administration. But apparently it was Jared. Right. Trump tried to squeeze the big tech and Jared said, no, I don't know if that's true. But if it's true, he he needs to send Jared and Ivanka traveling somewhere. Okay, get rid of them because they they have harmed him. The Republicans, if you're listening, okay, if you're listening and you're a Republican, if you're listening, you're a Democrat and you love the country, you better be blowing up those phones. Okay, there's what I do. I put the phone number on speed on my um, favorites and I have it so I can call anytime. Make it. And of course, now I think that I think about it, I should have had the number with me, but have it ready and share it with your friends so that if you have a problem, you have something that you want to talk about. We had Kat Kamick on Florida State Rep. She said the, the best thing you can do. Emails are great. Texts are great and everything. It's blow up those phones, Matt. Very quickly, uh, Colonel, you probably saw that uh, Barack Obama this week took credit for the uh, Biden administration and the people that are in there uh, regenerating himself, finishing up the fundamental transformation of America. You probably saw that. That was what he said. Yep. Well, he didn't actually say fundamental transformation, did he? Yes. He did? Yes. Wow. You see? See? Now, like I said all the time, Barack Obama is – has no more influence on Joe Biden than Jill Biden. This is all above and above and above the, the Democrat Party. Yes, exactly. The Politburo. You know, yeah. Obama may be an advisor behind the scenes to Biden and the staff. They're all working together, obviously. With but, Jarrett and Susan Rice. Exactly. But, you know, who's calling the shots? I guarantee you the CCP. Yeah. The global, the Davos globalists, they're all calling the shots on everything. They're the ones who are filing the papers through the think tanks to the White House to turn them into executive orders. Mm. This is all pre-planned, pre-scripted. I mean, when you watch the minute Joe Biden um, came into office, which makes me really easy to say that, the installation, <laughs> that stuff was all pre- prepared yeah. and ready to go, all those executive orders, anything. I want to mention one other thing. This week, and this is going to be important, the Republican Party consensus conservative agenda. There is a meeting this week with President Trump. He's going to meet with Representative Jim Banks, who is in charge Very good. of the Republican Studies Committee. The meeting is going to be to, be to develop the Republican Party, again, consensus conservative agenda. This is like the party platform um, as well as a vision. Conservative. Here's the key thing. The agenda is the Trump America first agenda. That's what they're translating from Trump's vision and agenda. This is going to be the Republican Party conservative agenda. 
And Trump made a statement, and I haven't found the exact quote, but he said, um, we need to emphasize the need to keep the Republican Party away from the rhinos. Yes. And it's <coughs> funny because there was a there was a Bush hack flacky that came and said this week, oh, we need to become and work with the Democrats and become more like the Democrats in order to save the GOP. That's the dumbest thing ever that there. The way I look at all the stuff that's happening, it may be. You know, like the Lord works in mysterious ways. It may be that you had to expose all this stuff, have Trump in for a little while, President Trump, show all the great works that he did fighting for America. He even fought for people who didn't like him. And by the way, if you go on Twitter and you see there's a there's a group called Biden voters posting their L's for losses where they were in the beginning, how they were hating on Trump. And now they're complaining about Biden's gas. OK, pay attention, folks. You voted for this. That's what happens when you vote for dumb. You get stuck on stupid. You get stupid stuff. Hello. But they need to, you know, really think about how they vote and think about what's going on, because it's being exposed that Trump was in there. Now Biden's in and everything is being uncovered. And it's about time that everybody wake up and think about how they're doing things. Matt, it all starts right here, right now. 2021. We need to do it. Everybody can get involved, get into something somewhere locally, start locally, yeah. start the uh, school board start right with the school board. Yes. Start with the school board. Put the people in there that uh, can get the job done and get this 16, 19 crap the heck out of there. Yeah. And let's start teaching the kids about America from the beginning. Right. And it's not people are incensed about the 1776. Look, it's not about teaching lies. It's about teaching the truth. They've admitted, the New York Times admitted that 1619 Project is not anything about history. It's about their idea or vision of history. It's a Marxist program meant to make people hate their country and hate each other. And we'll get into it next time. We, we've talked a lot about CRT before, but this this race baiting, and I'm sorry, this is all Obama. This was purposely done and purposely fostered. Why? And Biden gave that disgusting speech in Tulsa. They know that the gig is up. Okay, they know that black voters are leaving the Democrat Party. They need a certain percentage. They need to keep them mad and stir them up. And that's what they're doing. And that's why they're fostering this race hatred in America so that they can keep us distracted against what they're doing for, you know, against the country. Jim, you have a final thought. Go to your school board meetings, go to your city council meetings, go to your county commission meetings and stand up and let it known that you're not happy with what's going on, particularly those of you who are in in Democratic districts and counties. Yes. And again, I'll be speaking at Muggs in Clearwater on Wednesday at 630. I hope you show up and say hi. You're listening to Brook Talks America here with Colonel Jim and Captain Matt, and we will be back next week. You've been listening to Brooke Talks America with author, publisher, conservative advisor, and patriot, Brooke Says. Connect by email, info at brooktalksamerica.com. Connect on Twitter at Brooke Talks USA. And listen next Saturday night for more Brooke Talks America on AM 860, The Answer. <laughs> 